Yo, this is V. Welcome to Spiky Bebop. What's up? Hello, everyone. <laughs> I figured I'd start the podcast differently since I always do it in my most obscure, weird fashion way. Shouts out to anybody on the West Coast that does podcasts. And yeah, this is my, I should say, an homage to my book series, uh, Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds. But ideally, it has turned into a writer's room. And so I always talk about the things that, you know, are running through my mind as far as what writers uh, do. I'm not so much, you know, the quintessential writer who pumps out like six pages a day. (laughs) It's not, you know, the creative aspect of it. And uh, that definitely, you know, you have like a multi-million dollar, you know, people already paying for the book type deal when you have these types of things. And I'm just a humble guy, you know, shout out to anybody, content creators, uh, anybody who supports, you know, my work. Uh, The more and more you guys support, the more intricate uh, it becomes. And I get the liberty of adding and doing different more things. Uh, I'm just super, super thankful for that. And I have to say that on all my podcast series, just because, I mean, there's so many, uh, there's so many different contents. Everyone has so many different things to say. And, you know, I get it. <laughs> I'm not so much clickbaiting versus actually content uh, for people. And uh, I've been doing so since, you know, the beginning of, not beginning, but definitely, you know, March or April 2020 or something like that when I started this and so I've just been continuing and writing my book series and can you know adding on to it and this fifth book that I'm working on has you know culminated into so many different things uh the worldly excuse me the world is vastly changing and so I get the liberty of looking at uh science fiction meeting reality and it is the best Uh, seat in the house like it is super super wonderful I could not you know be more excited to where humanity is headed and you know understandably what what things they have to deal with uh, as far as I don't even know what you even call it just I guess that realization of what I understand science fiction meeting reality and I love just certain things that have changed since my childhood And I usually don't talk about my childhood. And I was thinking about this before I even, you know, came to this podcast series. And I was like, yo, seriously, I'd rather not, you know, be one of those guys that always talks about his childhood and all these other different things that, you know, have culminated into who they are. (laughs) I was like, for me, I, I really, you know, it just goes into the form of representation and how you see yourself and as a writer you always want to be you know delved into this i would say journey and self-evaluation of humility so that you know and better understand where your peers stand uh where they look at you and your work the two differentiating things uh your work you want to be as you know a a piece of art or I guess not so much a painting but just a culmination of how you live I mean how you vibe or how 
you express yourself through words. Those are differentiating things that other artists identify with versus just this persona that is before them. And obviously the world has changed and we have this different thing of looking at personas via uh, the internet. But ideally that person, that entity uh, exists and all other artists respect that. And in this day and age, I, I look at, you know, as a black kid, you know what I'm saying, a little black boy uh, looking at another show that has a, a, a black kid. And it trips me out because I never would have imagined this. Uh, first and foremost, that it's so good. <laughs> and then two, you know, that other people would vibe off of just this awesome show. And uh, if you've seen it, it's called Craig of the Creek. And it's a super, super awesome show, definitely in the vein of, I would say, Adventure Time, and definitely in the vein of a lot of other different movies. If you hear movies in the background, don't worry about it. <laughs> but I, I want to, you know, make this up a point, and of a poignant point, if you've heard nothing this guy with a permanent tan is saying on this podcast... It's a really cool thing to see, you know, different characters that look like you on uh, TV, even in animation. And it's not a normal thing. I would ever say to anybody, you know, to say like, oh, hey, people of color, hey, you do your race. I, I definitely know that that person is on that show because they identify with that and they have, you know, that flag and that's the country they're from. That it's the the whole realm has changed you know creatively and i love seeing diversity because it gives me a frame of reference of where people come from and i i love you know how people are original uh shout out to nz's nz's ansari uh he's super super you know creative and i know he runs with different circles of people who you know engage I guess the intellect, but not only the sense of wit and, you know, to have the creative aspect, you know, the, he's got millions and millions, he's a comedic genius to, to make it so unique is a gift. And I look at, you know, a lot of other people's work uh, in this day and age, it's 2023, but if you've seen his work, you'll understand what I'm saying as far as representation of, you know, people of color. And it's a great thing, you know, I enjoy, you know, the original stories uh, that these people have on their TV, on TV. But just in media in general, because I, I'm tripped out. <laughs> it, it really, it, I never would have imagined it would be this good. And then two, uh, when you think of it, uh, you have, you know, the usual aspect of looking at our culture and you see, you know, people are fair skinned and it's not so much a race thing, but more or less, like they say, a representation of how, you know, we talk and how we vibe and it, it better identifies with. And when you see, you know, people talking the way we do, uh, it, it gives that, I guess, a pat on the back, like, oh, well, you know, your, your voice is heard in some way, shape, or form. And it's the only real true analogy that I can give when it comes to seeing uh, these types of shows. And, you know, as an artist, to identify with others who 
if you are, you know, a niche uh, type of artist and you have, you know, a, a specific type of genre and, you know, you have your own following, that's great. But then, too, um, to diversify yourself to others who may or may not stumble upon your work is always a great thing. Uh, just being yourself and being original and understanding what that truly even means. You know, like I, I would look at, you know, Aziz's show and he was talking about his past and he was talking about, you know, how his family and, you know, second generation or first generation immigrant uh, family and how awesome that is, but to appreciate where they came from. And I, I'm one of those people who, you know, don't know anything about it and don't know anything of lineage or history or family history of anything. Uh, nothing written on paper, nothing, you know, like, it's just a whole general vibe uh, to understand that and how masterfully they, they shot it and made it so that people would understand what, uh, you know, the comedic aspect of it. And that's brilliant writing. <laughs> I mean, you can't really even, I don't even know, Rotten Tomato that, you, you gotta give it its flowers when it's due. And, and generally, I don't run on shows like that that often, uh, definitely with Netflix, and this definitely isn't, you know, a review of just great shows, it, it influences me, and I was always looking for uh, this aspect of inspiring myself and understanding how comedy I can, you know, add comedy into my story and pepper it in, uh, in 2023, literally, versus something, you know, being outdated, sounding like, you know, Barney Rubble, Fred Flintstone type stuff. <laughs> and, you know, the specifics of what I was ideally shooting for, uh, if you've ever seen the show, The Shy. Uh, it's a great show and series. Uh, I've probably talked about it before. I don't know if I've talked about it before. Maybe. I, I very rarely even, once again, incidentally, only, you know, sparingly talk of a few instances of my childhood. But uh, definitely it reminded me of <clears throat> a little bit of, you know, back in the day when I was younger. And me and a couple of, you know, just people I would meet, or friends, if you will, uh, and how that would interact in the city and how we would speak. And it just, you know, gives that kind of a wonder years type of aspect in, in an African-American setting, if that makes sense. And it tripped me out because it was so spot on. And, you know, the way we talked, the way we identified, the way we, you know, go clap back at one another, it was all, you know, reminiscent of, I mean, just one uh, removed from the street type of mentality and I was inspired to create these characters and a lot of my characters in my book are varied of you know culture you know there are different races in the book and series literally I have people that live in trees literally I got people that do this literally I got all kind of different you know type of characters and entities and this you know this past week I've been inspired to just create these characters uh, based off of, you know, a darker complexion, <laughs> but definitely having, you know, a, their own language. And, you know, I have to, you know, think about this and I'll probably work on this uh, for the next few days of coming up with a different language or a different type of slang that we can identify with, but definitely is indicative of the science fiction world that I'm creating.
I'm not just going to rip off the characters and make them look like what I was inspired by. Uh, that, that's not generally how I get down. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, give flowers where flowers are due, but I always, you know, want to craft it and mold it as if it was a piece of clay and then create another character based off of the clay of the original of what, you know, I was inspired by and the energy that was put into it. So that, that's generally where I'm at. Uh, the setting is the fifth book. And so it's basically, you know, a place that is the size of, I guess, New York State. But the whole entire state is the city. Architecturally wise, I've been saying this for this year and how, you know, just keying people into the writing process and what I do uh, when it goes into it. You know, ideally, it, it, it is the inspiration of doing something or watching something. And I, I get that or even looking at a conversation or reading something. And I always, you know, tie that back in as to where writers get their inspiration from. It always, always, always ties back in to, you know, what are you surrounding yourself with? Uh, you are what you, you look at. You are what you vibe with. Uh, you are what you surround yourself with and so I'm you know just going and it's a real fun thing as an artist and as a writer to make uh, life art in that aspect you know what I'm saying even the search or even you know your your gaze the things that you know entice you or uh, you like will present themselves to you in multitudes and infinite amount of different ways and so I, I can only talk about that and, you know, not seem like we're a dude that smokes weed. But I, I could, you know, tell you to investigate it for yourself and to constantly, as an artist, you know, pick and, you know, meticulously go through. Or if you're not, even if you don't get down like that, just to write something down in a notebook and then, you know, see how your research process goes through. Uh, whatever it is that you're investigating through your story to make it better and to, you know, better identify with your audience. Those are just key things that I love uh, in what I've observed over the years and me finishing my book and how fun it is. <laughs> it just, you know, trips me out because I, you know, have gotten better at it and I'm just going through and observing it, but then to appreciating the time that I see, you know, and the things that present themselves on a, a daily basis that I usually would not have, you know, think or thought of. And, you know, it's kind of like a, a revolution of things or, you know, if you were uh, on the beach and a piece of sand and how it kind of like constantly comes as waves. Those are the instances of what I describe and why I kind of do my podcast. So that's generally, you know, where I'm at. This is what, March now? So this is definitely about to be April. And I did like a podcast this month. Uh, shouts out to Above the Bar podcast. I said I was going to be giving shouts out to them for the rest of the month. Yes, certainly. Uh, Sean and their crew. Uh, definitely a great, great podcast series you should check out check out what else I'm doing for the rest of this year definitely I'm not not done yet on many many different things uh once I'm done with the project I'm definitely going to pick up a few more and uh be looking for that 
definitely excited where this uh, year is going and I will give more links I will give a whole bunch of more updates as to things uh, when they drop so I'll be looking for those things I appreciate you guys oh 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 before I go uh yeah this is uh, Spiky Bebop S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P uh, I, I generally you know you know tell people to find me on what do you call it Spotify but eventually, I will get on Apple. It's just a thing. I'm, I'm super Android. Don't, don't sue me. Like, <laughs> this is one of those things where I'm, I'm super stubborn. And uh, I know I want to identify with uh, a large audience. So I want to, you know, give shots and props out for everyone uh, who has told me. I'm like, hey, man, where, where can I find you? Where, where's the link, man? Hey, man, I want to subscribe. All of this, so... Uh, thank you to you guys, and uh, I appreciate it. Uh, this is V, a.k.a. Peace.